We're going to start with that lesson. We're dropping in um, in a lesson that's talking about the basics of what we believe. In the Apostles' Creed, we say we believe in Jesus. So this is about that. I'm going to read the question. The answer will be up after that. If you could read the answer, that would be great. Why is the Son of God called Jesus, meaning Savior? And then one more question related to this. Do those who look for their salvation in saints, in themselves, and this goes back to the 1500s. This is Reformation Day Sunday, so that's why they're emphasizing saints. Do those who look for their salvation in saints, in themselves, or elsewhere, really believe in the only Savior, Jesus? then a couple verses from Philippians. This is from, we're singing a lot of hymns. This is from one of the very first hymns of the church. We don't know the tune, but we have the words in Philippians 2, and it's all about Jesus. Listen to these several verses. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So the question is, what do we mean when we say that we believe in Jesus? What is it about that name? We see in that lesson that it means Savior, just like the Old Testament name Joshua did. Now in biblical times, they estimate that Jesus was actually the fourth most popular boy's name behind Simeon or Simon, Joseph, Judah, Jesus was the fourth. Today, as of the 2011 Social Security sign-up statistics, it would be Jaden. That's the fourth most popular boy's name after Jacob, Mason, and William. But Jesus' name is more than a popular Bible Times name. We read in our text, that God gave Jesus the name that is above every name. How is that so? I want us to meditate and reflect on that for just a few minutes tonight as we go to God's word in the midst of this great time of worship and singing. Jesus' name, this is what I want us to get. Jesus' name truly is the name above all names. His name is above all other gods, little g, first of all. The question talks about looking for salvation in saints, ourselves, anywhere else. When I think about anywhere else, I think about other gods and other religions. We live like never before around people of other religions, and we're aware of them. And you know what? There is stuff to admire in other religions. Islam has this view of Allah, of God, that emphasizes his awesomeness and his power and his holiness. Islam misses something very, very important uh, that Reverend Burt talked about earlier, that God is personal. That's a key thing they're missing. But on the transcendence of God, the holiness of God, wow, they kind of nail it there. Buddhism, 
I, I think of that meditative, calm, peaceful approach to life. And, and of course, as Christians, we have a calling to respect and love all people in this world, even if they don't believe as we do. Now, any good things in other religions are here by what we call common grace. And that refers to God's blessings over this world, outside of the church, outside of his people, so that things are not as bad as they possibly could be. That's God's sort of preserving grace. But here's the thing to realize. All the common grace in the world is not worth one drop of God's saving grace. And this answer, this lesson reminds us that God's saving grace is in Jesus alone. And we need to bring people to Jesus because without Jesus, we don't have God. Without Jesus, we don't have the solution to sin which separates us from God now and for eternity. Acts 4.12 says, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Second, Jesus' name, his name, is above all other men. One of the questions we read asked, should we be looking for salvation and security in saints? And there was this old idea of saints in the church of the Middle Ages especially. We know now that all Christians are saints. That just means holy ones. Not on our own, but in God's sight. When we belong to Jesus, we are holy. You are saints. But I think what people were doing with this idea of saints is they were looking for people who were sort of a cut above the rest of us to admire, to turn to. And, and we look for that today, too. We look for people who are cut above uh, to depend on, to trust in, and, and we're doing it these days as we look ahead to a presidential election. We're looking for someone to be president who's a cut above. We're looking for someone who can lead well and command our respect and the world's respect. We're asking who can protect my life, my money? Who can protect our nation's interests overseas? Who can care for those in society who can't speak for themselves? Some folks, of course, put more weight in electing our next president than they should. But, and I, don't get me wrong, this is important. But what's coming up in a little over a week is not the most important event ever in the history of the world as our candidates might like us to believe. A president can only do so much. We don't put our ultimate trust in a president or any leader. If we put our trust in anyone but Jesus, we're sunk. We're sunk. He is king now. He will be after this election. He will be always, and no one will ever replace him. Psalm 20 says, Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we put our trust in the name of the Lord. Finally, his name is above my name. The catechism lesson says, do those who look for salvations in themselves really believe in Jesus as their Savior? The answer is no. And that means Jesus is above my name too. Our society is filled with individualism. We get all kinds of messages that we are to depend on ourselves. Recent polls about religion and faith in our country have showed the dramatic rise of the nuns. 
Have you heard about that? Do you know who they are? They are people who claim no particular faith at all. When asked on a survey about their faith, they mark none. The nuns don't trust in churches. They don't trust in leaders. They don't trust much in anybody. The nuns in our society are developing their own code for spirituality and for life. The nuns are not accepting anything except what they decide. There are a lot of households represented here, a lot of families and circles of acquaintance. I bet we don't have to look too far to find someone who knows someone who lives like that. It could be a friend of yours. It could be a son, a granddaughter, a brother. But that approach is not going to work. We can't put our trust in ourselves. We're called to put our trust in his name, the name above all names, Jesus' name. In John 14, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. May Jesus be the way, the truth, and the life for you tonight. May we leave here later on built up in that truth. May we, through the word and worship, be drawn ever closer to our precious Savior, Jesus, the name above all names. And may we be equipped to live out everything that that means, putting his name above all in the week to come. Amen.